Good morning. Berushah, Tzavim Oiri. Um, we are now to Nun Aleph on the base. But uh, we're just going to, uh, we, we spoke about yesterday about the, the various requirements of a Koshal Baracha. And I'm just going to um, sort of home in on, on a, a few of them. The first one being, what exactly is Chai? One of them was, one of the facts, one of the crucial four requirements was Chai. We said that the four we have is Hadokha, Shtipa, Chai, Umole. What is Chai? So the obvious problem we're presented with is, Chai literally means that the wine should be undiluted. So that's very difficult because we learned earlier that even the Chachomim agree with Rabbi Yezah that, at least the Chachilo, that the Kesha Baracha should be made from, should have um, diluted wine, so it should be Mitzvah and Amulcha. So Rashi says, what is Chai? If you take a look at Rashi, Rashi on Nun Aleph Omid Aleph, about uh, eight lines up or so, Chai. Rashi says, Shemoiz go b'mayim, you dilute it with water, le'acha shenosna b'kais chai. After you put it into the cup, undiluted. Ava levorich alav chai, but to make a broth on it, whilst it is undiluted, ha'amorim b'masnitin e'em evorachim. We've already said in our Mishnah earlier, that one doesn't do so. Inami or chai belaz means frisak, which means fresh. Le'avir menachovet tishmeh should be brought from the barrel the shame, the kosher bracha. So, basically, Rashi is saying that chai means that, yes, it should be undiluted, but only before you make the bracha. Either when you put it into the cup, it should be undiluted, or it means to say that it should be brought for the sake of the mitzvah of kosher bracha. Now, this is paskin la'alocha, it's the second shal, it should be fresh, it should be brought to shame the, uh, the, shame the, the mitzvah, meaning that you should ideally put it into the cup just before you're going to make the bracha, or before you're going to bench, before you're going to make kiddush. But you shouldn't put the wine into it, then walk up and do whatever you have to do, and then come back ten minutes later to make kiddush. That, in that respect, we do paskin like that. That's the way Rashi explains it. We already saw a tosis earlier, so take a look at tosis of Daf Dalet, uh, sorry, Daf Nun on the base, in Dibar Maskel, Modim Chachom in Rabbi Tosis addressed the problem there, we said the Moedim Chachom in Rabbi Yezah, the Kosh HaBaruch HaShem, Avarachan Olav HaShetim, the Tosis HaMayim. Says Tosis, Teimah! So Amin Olekamon, we say later on, Dalit Vayim Minamru B'Kosh HaBaruch Four things are said about the Kosh HaBaruch It has to be Chai, Umane, and two of them are, it's got to be Chai, Amane, so it's got to be undiluted. So Tosis gives the two Peshatim of Rashi, first of all, the Yishlem, and the Ba'inon Shetim, and the Ba'inon First Peshat is you have to put it, into the cup undiluted, the Afakafim is again, and then you should, should dilute it. Inami or, we need it to be undiluted from the barrel, in other words, fresh, as Rashi put it. So here we go with the third shot. Inami, koi atos It's possible that it's actually going on the cup itself. Umai chai, what does it mean it should be chai? It means it should be shali. It should be complete. Kedaisa b'makos, we find in makos, Please take test the model if you crush nine ants, the echot chai, and one is chai, the kudu. Almost you see there is a chai, I'm sholim. That means actually sholim. Rashi learns it means a lie, that happens. But Tosus learns it means sholim. Hachanami says to over here, but you know she echoes sholim, but We need the cup to be sholim, complete, without any breaking, uh, any break in it. And that's the way, as I said, we also, we pass kind like that, that um, it should be. The way the Shulchan Aruch uh, sort of writes it is that a person should, there's a mitzvah lechazer to look for a kosharim for a complete cup. 
implying that it's only lechat chila, not uh, not absolutely the kuba. That's what the uh, the Mishnah Bura notes. But as he says in the Sharetian, if it's got a hole in the bottom of the cup, it most definitely is the kuba because that's not a cup at all. It can't hold the reverse of wine, so in which case it's not a cup at all. Rather, when we say it's a mitzvah, the chaza acharov, we're talking about a complete, complete cup, one which is not, doesn't have any break in it, doesn't have any, even, even a pagam in it, just a slice of nick in it. The chatzchidah, I mean, the prima godin puts it as a chumrah, but not even a crack, not, not, uh, well, not, sorry, not a crack yet, that it shouldn't even have what's called a chachit, chachit askatayah. If you run your nail around it, your nail won't feel any sort of, um, even a slice of nick. That, that sort of is, is a chumrah. But it should be absolutely, even the smallest begam it shouldn't have. Lechatzchidah shouldn't even have a, even a crack, even a crack which won't let any wine out, even that shouldn't have. If the base of it is broken, so we think, even if it can't stand up, um, you shouldn't really use that, unless you've got no other cup. And again, the Shah Tzian says he's not sure, does that mean even if it really can't stand at all, you, you can still use it? If it can't stand at all, maybe it's not considered holding a, a review. So he's not sure. He didn't start it here. But definitely, if, it, if it's lacking the base, ideally don't use it. But it's, um, if it can stand at least, so you could use it if you've got nothing else. So too, if you've got, uh, if you use the, the cover of the fleece, like uh, the, yeah, the, the, the pot cover or something like that, even though it's not really made to even cover anything, again, if you've got nothing else, you can use it. That's the basic idea of Koshalim. So Koshalim is also passing in the Halakha, um, meaning that L'Chatzchila, it should be absolutely complete. There's actually a shine in the postkin based on this postkin, um, the English Moshe, the Moshe Feinstein is asked, could you use a, um, a disposable cup, a plastic cup, or he puts a paper cup? And Moshe Feinstein writes, no, you shouldn't use a paper cup, a plastic cup, for the same stuff. Uh, for, uh, for a kiddush or anything like that. But it says, you see from Tosfus, obviously if you've got nothing else, then you use it. But if you have anything else, you shouldn't be using that because it's got to be a kos sholi, right, to put it, it's got to be a chai. It's got to be a chosh of a cup. This is a plastic cup you just use and you throw it, that's not, that's not a kos chai. Um, that's yesterday's, I think. So up, updated version. Um, so the that's that, that's what Rav Moshe Feinstein writes. Some people take that stuff. Some people do not. There are plenty of uh, those who argue on that. They say, for example, I saw Rabbi Yashiv is quoted as saying, I, I believe the Tzeliyaza writes as well. That's not what Tosin says. Tosin just says it has to be shodim. A disposable cup is shodim. Who says it's got to be anything more than that? You can use that cup time and time again. The fact that we choose to throw it, that's because it's cheap. That's what they're made for. But the Meister, you could use it time and time again. And some people possibly hold if you put one inside the other, it gives it more chashivas. But, um, I suppose the chatzchila, if you've got a proper chashiva back, maybe that is better to use. But, um, if one doesn't have anything else, and even Ramesh Feinstein agrees that one could use it. That is the Peshat of Rashi, that's the Peshat of Tosin. But, it, as we mentioned yesterday, there is the gift of the Rift. If you took a, take a look on the sheet, you see, the gist of the riff is Chai Adverkasa Oret. It's in the middle of the page. Chai Adverkasa Oret. Uvebirkasa Oret in the same Sechamayim. Do you leave it undiluted until you get to the bracha of Nozelacha? And in that bracha, you put water in it. He's got the same problem. The Chachamim agreed to Rabbi Yezim, you can't use undiluted 
You can't use undiluted uh, wine for the actual bracha. And if you take a look at the Gemara, that's that, as we said yesterday, that's the Girsa, the, the God, he corrects the Gemara four lines up on Nunala from Adalus, and he says that it should say there, take out Omer Rabbi Chanan Uva, and just read Chai, Omer Rav Sheshes, Ad Berkas Oret. It should be undiluted until you get to the Brach of Nodelachot. Now, why is that? Why should it be like that? According to Rashi, we can understand it should be put into the cup, uh, it should be fresh, it should be taken a chain to the brocha and then diluted. I can understand. But what's the Indian that you should, you should make the first brocha on undiluted wine, and then the rest of, of the of Samosa should be on diluted wine? What's the Indian in that? So if you take a look at the Rabbeinu Yonah, the Rabbeinu Yonah explains the Shesh of the Rif. He doesn't agree with it, but he explains the Shesh of the Rif. After the Rif says, Borif Dal Gaili. The, the Rift's Girsa is the Gemara, he's going to the Gemara, to ask for him, she goes in like this. Chai, Omer Av Sheishes Ad Be'kasa Oleh. But when Tarikini answers, the Ma'ez Ha'amino Sh'yiyeh Chai, that which we said it should be Chai, Rav Tarema, what I mean to say is, She'ad, She'yasa Be'kasa Oleh, until you begin the bracha of Nodelecha, Le'yasa Be'mayim Kalal, you shouldn't put water into it at all. Well, Ma'ez Ha'amino, that which we said, the Ma'ez Ha'amino Sh'yiyeh Chai, you should make a bracha on the wine without putting water into it. That's talking about from the bracha of Nedelachon onwards. Because the minute you begin to mention the shvacha oret, the wine needs to be diluted. In order that its shvach should be recognizable, the circa inside it. Because their wines are very strong. They might have some nikeres and the, the uh, sort of the chashivas of the wine wasn't nikar ever amidayamayim. Only through the water. By adding the water you bring out the, the sort of the innate chashivas inside it. Before we go on, by the way, you see that the shifter of the rift and the way we paskin is, as the, the Bechaba brings it, is you add the water before you bring you begin no zelachot. There are those who say, possibly the Ritzvah, but there definitely are one or two Rishonim, you'll find, who say that after Nezirachot is when you add the water. But the Rabbinian understanding is that before you begin Nezirachot, you have to add the water, so that you bring out the Chashiva. Furthermore, we could say, the reason why we need you to dilute it with this bracha of Nezirachot is, because because when you put the water into it, when you mention when you mention the land, you're displaying to all those who are standing there the that the wine is so strong that you have to put in so much water. Hilltop, therefore, until you begin the bracha of Nezirachot, it should be undiluted. When you begin the bracha of Nedelachah, notice in the Sechamayim, you should put water into it, the Latashin therefore we don't have any problem between this Gemara and the Gemara Ali. Just to explain now, just to spice it up a little bit, we know that who instituted the first bracha of benching was Moshe. At what time? When the Mon came down. The Mon was something which was entirely spiritual. I mean, obviously, it may have had a physical uh, embodiment, but it was spiritual. 
It was just a small measure, an omen, no matter how much you had, it always came back to an omen. And the people didn't appreciate it. They didn't appreciate it. When they came into Eretz Yisrael, the mom stopped. And suddenly they came into a land, Eretz Zobah Salah Vudvash. This was a land of spirituality, but not in the same way as the mom. This would bring out, in a certain sense, would bring out the beauty, the, the value of the mod in a, sort of, in a in, if you want, an extrapolated fashion. That's the bracha of Nezerecho, which was instituted by Yeshua. That's the idea, you add the water and you bring out the beauty in the wine. The, otherwise, the beauty and the value which would not be appreciated. And that's why we say Moshe was kipnei hachamo, and, and Yeshua was like kipnei alevono. The sun is so much more powerful, but we can't really appreciate it. You can't look at the sun, it's too powerful. It's only when, when can you sort of gaze at that light is when it's rebounded by the moon. That's Yeshua. Yeshua was able to bring out that beauty in a way that we could, we could appreciate. Perhaps in a different sense, if you want, there's also perhaps an, an allusion to something which we, we spoke about from the Slach earlier, is we know wine, wine represents the secrets of Torah, the status of Torah. You want the Kabbalah, Nista, the hidden parts of the Torah. And Mayim represents the revealed parts of the Torah. And the idea is that without the Mayim, the Yayim ends up is nothing. Without the Nigla, if a person tries to tackle Kabbalah, which sadly people do try and do, without knowing the first things about Gomorrah, without, as the Nimkabodim say to be, Memali Kreta Geshatu Poskin, before you even start Kabbalah, it'll be a closed book. In absolute, absolute, to bring out, you have to have the water there to bring out the, and appreciate what the iron's all about. That's the way it has to be. Otherwise, you wouldn't be able to make a broth on it at all. Correct. Yeah. Well, definitely, you wouldn't would make more than a shackle. Yeah. Okay. And that, as I said, this, this idea is passed by the Machaba. The idea that you have to dilute the wine down in the broth of Neidelechov. But, nonetheless, um, we'll, we'll figure out what, practically speaking, we, we do now. It is mentioned in the Machaba. Continues on the Rabbi Yonah now. But he says, My Rebbe, the Rabbi Yonah, he didn't really agree with this Peshat. Because the Loshan of the Gemara doesn't really seem to, to fit with this. Because since we use the Loshan, the Ein Mavorech and Olav, we don't make a broth on it, Mashman, that implies, She'ein Levorech Olav Kalal. Don't make a broth on the undiluted wine at all. Even the first broth of benching, actually until you put water into it. The Yodim, furthermore, who We know you need a Rebiyas of wine for Bekasam Ozen. He goes on, he, he brings a source for that, tomorrow in Shabbos. The Kimin Shekoshah Baracha, sorry for Reba Rebiyas, Miyayim, Mamash. Since the Koshah Baracha, therefore, because you're going to have three parts water, one part wine, you're going to have a quarter of a Rebiyas, it's going to be pure wine, 
below Mayim Tala without any water at all. Umatul Ba'achakach Shalishach Alokim Mayim. Then afterwards you're going to put in three parts water. Because that is the normal amount of water you put in ratio to the wine. Kedomina, as we say, the Gemara says that any wine which does not have three parts water is not really wine. If we go like what the Rift says, he says, you shouldn't put any water in until the Brach of Nedelachah. Nimsa that comes out, the Shoshan after Riva Rabiyas Yai Bakais, so when you put in a quarter of a Rabiyas of pure wine into the cup, Miniach Reikom Miachali, you're leaving the, the, the cup empty, Shir Gimel Rabiyas. Three quarters of the Rabiyas is going to be empty. Until you reach the Baraka of Bekhasa'arat. The Kivin Zabain on Mole, since we need it to be Mole, Heikh Efshaloyma, how can you possibly say, when you say the first brach of benching, she had died in the and she be enough with a little bit of wine. She bestachakli, it just be sort of floating in the cup there. The rest of the cup should be empty. Doesn't make any sense. Rather, he says, "Al Cain, therefore, nearly it would appear to me, Shahanochan, that the correct way of doing it is Kamosha Pirish Rabbeinu Yaakov Dal. It's like the Rabbeinu Tamrai." Rabbi Yaakov is Rabbi Nitzav. The chai what does chai mean? Rotsu leim amosus for the It means half uh, half diluted. Or maybe to you I bring for you shall need to do with pain sera mora. The whole kanami sits over here. My job means on chai. That which we say chai means as big as the oret. You leave it chai until the brach of neder lechav. Rotsu leim. What I mean to say is she as big as the oret. The amosus for the Until that brach, it should be not fully diluted. Shalayim zegenu kolashiu. When you reach the brach of then you should complete the process of dilution. Now we've got no problem. My domain on the L, that said above, you can't make a brach on it until you put in the water. That's not a problem. Because according to what we've just said, you do put in water right from the start. You just don't put in all the water. And similarly, Lokasha, this is the main part I want to see here. Lokasha, my do I need I've no longer got a problem that which we need molly. Kimon she'eno chaser kol kach. Since it's not missing so much, b'gracha rishen in the first bracha. Ume male yosei legamrin. You're going to fill it completely. Kolshu whatever's missing, that bit which is missing. Keshenaki alavik hasaris b'chulam when you reach no derecha. She says that's no longer a problem. From the point of view of it not being high on the first rock, that's not a problem because it's ready, it's not fully undiluted. Partially diluted. And as for it not being, as for it being molly, it is virtually molly. It's just a tiny bit missing and that bit you're going to fill when it comes to no delicho. With this Zabinian in mind, this Allah that you have to have your cup has to be molly. Does that mean molly, as the Ramal puts it, molly al kol gadoisov? It should be overflowing. That's how the Ramal puts it. That's what molly means. Or is there room to, to suggest it doesn't have to be molly al Virtually full. Oh. Seems from the, from the Ramini, you know. The virtually full is considered good enough. The problem is, 
then why does he say, he adds on another aspect, another point there. And he says, and, and he says, you're going to completely fill it afterwards. Why do you need that point? You're back to square one. If it's because I'm going to fill it when I come to know the Lechor, and what if I didn't fill it when I came to know the Lechor? It would be a problem. So Mishka, you're back to square one. So it's not money. But if it's not money, then how can you recite the first half? Elamai is money, so why do I have to fill it when I come to know the Lechor? Because... I mean, it could be I want to fill it because of what we said, bring out the... But what's that got to do with it? Or is he just telling you it's a fact? We're going to fill it. Otherwise, you're back to square one. I, I think that it, it could be what he's saying, is you could just say he's telling you a fact. The other possibility is what he's saying is that, look, we've already explained why we don't want to fill it till no the cost, so that we can bring out the shvach of Eretz Yisrael. But on the other hand, you can't have a cup which is virtually empty. So he says, since it came up full, it's just got a certain little bit missing. And that bit I'm going to fill when I come to know the Lechah. And the idea of filling that little bit when I come to know the Lechah is in order to bring out the Shvach which is within the wine, so consider as if it's already full from the broth of the first brothel. Because what am I doing when I fill, add the water? It's just to bring out the hidden value of the wine. Now, if you've got a cup which is three-quarters empty, you can't say that. I mean, you can say all the longest and the soda and all you want to say, then that's, that's, that's not modest. But he said, if it's virtually full, then we can say it. Now, depending on that, it's going to have a major, major impact. It's going to have a major impact on the halakha we just, we just raised. Can you have a cup which is 95% full, 99% full? It'll have to be much to the top. Now, if you look at the Rosh, printed on the sheet, just after that, all he says is, the Odin, furthermore, if all you've got, got in the cup, when he asks his question, the same question that I've been in, you've only got a quarter of Revere's, it's missing a lot, but not Mali, but we need it to be Mali. Who cares if it's Chosah, Harbe, or Chosah? It's Chosah. Elamai, you see there the same idea. It does seem from the Rosh, from the Rosh at least, there's a very big possibility that as long as it's not Chosah, Harbe, that's called Mali. So therefore, based on this, a quarter of years is missing a lot. I'm saying it's, no, 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 but it's, it's missing a lot. It's missing a lot. Yeah, so it's not a lot to start with. Yeah. So based on this, the the when the remark says that money means money our soul gedaisa should be completely full, the Taz asks. He says, he says for many people they don't do it. Money falls to the top, and he says He says I don't know why they don't do it. He says some want to say because that's included in isul. That top bit, leaving it a little bit, just that top bit empty, that's the thing we referred to yesterday as itur, the crown of the cup. But he says, number one, he says, no one says, that you find me a Makar for that. The command doesn't say anything like that for itur. It says, be ma'atri, but some even ma'atri with, with other cups, not like that. And he says, and even without that, the way we pass them, no one brings down itur la'alokha. So, that can't be the reason. He says, rather it would seem, the reason is, because if you fill it right to the top, it, inevitably it's going to spill. It'll be a waste of wine. It's busy, we've learned all about not being mavaza, not disgracing food. Therefore, that's why they don't do it. And that's brought, the Mishaburah does bring it, that's what some people do. And the Sharatian brings this Rosh as a rye. Then as long as it's kimat full, I mean, it doesn't mean three quarters full. It means it's got to be 90, 90, I don't know, 98% full, just a little bit at the top, so it won't spill. But instead, it's 
according to the Shalmi de Rabbi the way he's put it, there's what to debate there, because it could be that it's only because you're going to fill it in the Baruch of Nezalachah. And if I wouldn't fill it in the Baruch of Nezalachah, maybe it wouldn't be any good. On the other hand, maybe all he means to say is, he's just telling you matter of fact, you are going to fill it. It's just, I'm not absolutely sure what will come out according to the Rabbi Yehuda. But uh, definitely in the Rosh, there is, in other words, for those who do take on that practice, that it must strike to the top, there is, there is a solid, solid basis for it. Mr. Brewer seems uh, to understand that that's shot in the Rosh. And I said to you, I have seen that's what Rosh Hashanah Zalman uh, uh, did uh, pass it. But either way, this idea of Molly is not absolutely uh, the equivalent. Anyway, as long as you've got a Revius there, even if you don't have a full cup, even if it's half full, a Maita, a Lach, a Maita, as long as you've got a Revius there, it would be... Um, for the event, it is perfectly fine. That I've never thought of this. I never, very rarely make a bracha on wine to Israel. It's is that a mindset? Because we're not what we're not doing is we have a shrapnel of uh, of Israel. Yeah, it won't well, well, sense. If if the wine's not from Israel, how does that fit? Very rarely, it, sure, we don't. Oh, do it, 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 it's, it's possible that, yeah, it's, it's possible it comes back to the, the idea of an Ispah Mitzvah that we spoke about, that everything ultimately draws from the, from the, uh, the abundance of the broth of Eretz Yisrael. Ultimately it draws from the broth of Eretz Yisrael. Because otherwise how can we make the broth of Eretz Yisrael? I think that's uh, mentioned in the past in the Salman, yeah, bit yeah. It could be based on that. But yeah, other than that, I, I also thought about that. Where's the Shvach Eretz Yisrael if you're not using, uh, you're not using uh, grapes of Eretz Yisrael? Now, to the what exactly do the halacha, which we've seen ten things which are ten requirements in a kosher bracha, which one? And then Rabbi Yochanan came along and said, We've only got four of them. If you take a look at Tosus on Nun Aleph on Tosus says, however, says Tosus, mashma. It's not mashma the poly Rabbi Yechonon ah he's an osnali yemino kedamin on the come on. It's not mashma that Rabbi Yechonon is coming to argue on what we say later on. You should put it in your right hand. And Rabbi Yechonon himself says later on, Rishonim shualu Rishonim there earlier ones they asked, Moshe to say yeah smell at the emit. Can you use your left hand to support your right hand? Mashma that would imply shekin or yunagim. That's what they would do. They would hold it in the right hand. Umiro however mitzvah amiroim or you osin itzur the itzur. From the fact that Amoroim used to do Itzor and Itzor, Mashman they would imply show you Machminim Alatum, they were Machman themselves, but you determine Bukulim, they, they were careful with all of them. Well, the Fiyachas, therefore, Yishlachim with the Kesha Baracha, therefore, one should be Machman with the Kesha Baracha. So the kids are totally the same, even though Rabbi Yechon has only said, mentioned four that we have, Hadacha, Shtipa, Chai, and Mode, washing out the cup inside and outside, Chai, and Mode, he definitely doesn't seem to argue with the idea of having it in your right hand. 
And on top of that, he says, you already see the Amiru and the Machma and the others, so therefore we should try and be Machma on all of them. writes the same sort of thing. And that's what you'll more or less, that's what you'll find in, in uh, Shulchan Aruch. You'll find the, at least the mention of all of them, except uh, actually Itur. Itur is the only one which is not mentioned. But nonetheless, the Gon, the Gon, as we mentioned, did do Itur. How did the Gon do Itur? As I, mentioned, as I said yesterday, it's brought to my Siddharth, he would put around the, around the uh, cup, he put six little cups in a semicircle around the main toast. Why six? I can only suggest, take a look at the I'll bring it out from the next toast. there. Shtipa Chayu Moli. He brings you a Shalmi. So he brings you a Shalmi. The same token at the end of the parak. Omer Rabi, Omer Abacho. Shadesha Dwarim, Dwarim Namru Bakesha Barakho. Three things were said about Akesha Barakho. Mole should be full. Itur should have itur. Umudaf should be washed out. We shall also make one. The ultra the madam or based on a pasuk. Naftali sevar rotsle. Umole berkas hashem. So sevar. That itur. It should be itur. Literally, to be satiated. It should be sort of filled in that sense with the with that crown. Rutsle says naftali sevar. Rotso, that's mudok. Should be of goodwill. It should be washed out, clean. Umole berkas Hashem. Molek kamashmai should be full. And that word sevah, we've seen this already. We had this doctrine Dalit who said this. Sovea and sheva are interchangeable. And possibly we explained at the time. The idea is because sheva is a number when you come to the end of a circle, at the end of a week, you're sovea. You come to the end, you you shova, you come back, you satiate in, in that sense. Therefore, the idea in the six cups that surrounding it are like the six days of the week, with the one cup, the Kosher Bracha, that's the day of Shabbos, which spills over the Bracha of Shabbos onto the six days of the week. It could be it's based on this, Naftali Tavarot, and again, I'm sure there's more to speak about, but that's what the God, and those who are going to like the God, they have six small cups surrounding it. Fine. But if we take a look at the Rambam, the Rambam is where it gets a little surprising, I mean, a little difficult to understand. The Ramam writes in Hilkas Brochus, you take a look on the sheet. The Ramam writes, Even though Birkas Samozan doesn't need wine, in Birkas if one does use wine to bench, we've mentioned, you have to wash out the cup on the inside, on the outside, fill it with undiluted wine. The kibbutz shegi alabek hasaris. When you reach the bracha, you put in a little bit of water. That still seems to support the idea of the rabbi Not only a little bit of water. Kadeshi yehi ori v'shtiyah. The putting all this to be pleasant to drink. So you see, the rabbi has listed there four things: hadocha, shtiyah, chai, and v'malaenu should be filled. Just the top bit, obviously not. That's the mole. So you've got the four things there. Which seems to go with what Rabbi Yochanan says. Anu e'nonu ela dalit devarim, hadot shtipa chayomonim. Fine. The problem is, when it comes to Ilfa Shabbos, the Ramam writes, Kisadu eter, so what does he do? Lekeach toit shumachsik rabiyas, a yeter. He takes a cup which is filled with a rabiyas, or more than a rabiyas. Umadichan mibifnim, you wash it out from the inside, the shetve mibachut, what is out from the outside. Umamal eyu yain, you fill it with wine. And then now he adds on. So he's mentioned the rinsing, the inside, the outside, filling it with wine. The Urchazabiyamino, you hold it in your right hand. Umadbiyamina kata sefa, you lift it up from the ground of sefa. 
Oh yes, or more than that. But oh yes, yes, I hear this morning. Don't support with your left hand. And the boy, I guess, and that's Captain McCallish, put in the bracha, and etc. He's added in two extra, holding it in the right hand and lifting up a tether. The Sosa Magid Mishnah, you know why the Ram does this. Because the Raman holds that the Ikadin of Kresha Bracha is really by Kiddush. Not Bekasamozin. Bekasamozin is like a subsidiary of this thing. But Kiddush is the Ikka. As he puts it, the opposite of what Rashi says. If you take a look at Rashi, Rashi says, Oh, on Nunala from the Rashi says that Kresha Bracha is Bekasamozin. And he understands Rashi means Dafka Bekasamozin. The Raman learns the opposite. No, it's not Dafka Bekasamozin. On the contrary, Kiddush is the Ikka. Bekasamozin is just a, a subsidiary. Rashi learns Dafka. The Divya in the Chemist says Rashi means love Dafka with some of But, um, the problem with this is like this. Okay, fine. We could say that. But I've got a major problem. And that is, why does the Ramam finally want to say because some of is a substitute to me and you have those four things. What happened then with Kiddush? You're going to say that's the main thing. What about the din of having to, um, have Ithos? What happened to Ithos? What happened to the din of, um, what other ones have we missed out? Being Makabla Bishteyodas, being Makabla in two halves. He's only mentioned six of them. For that matter, what happened to Chai? What happened to Salah for putting it in undiluted? What's going on in this? I would like to suggest that what's... Um, go on. In terms of Kai, by the time it comes to Ramba, time, you don't need to dilute it because wine is finally similar to the way we have it. Yeah, but he, wrote, he did write it in, in, in uh, Hilchus uh, Brochus, he mentioned diluting it. I, I suspect what's going on over here is like this. The Ramam learns and possibly it's what Rashi meant as well when he said Berkha Samozin. Why does Rashi say Kosher Baruch Berkha Samozin? I don't think necessarily he means only Berkha Samozin. This brighter which lists out ten things is only Berkha Samozin. And I'll prove it to you if then he's talking about Berkha Samozin. Because one of them is Chai. Chai? You make a... You, like, like, like Rashi toasts all up. You make on, on, on undiluted wine, you make on a Kosher Baruch we learned earlier, you don't make it on Chai. So what did the riff answer? Oh, you add a little bit of wine at, you add a bit of water at, no, Delechot. Well, that's fine, but Berkha Samozim, what about Kedos? You're going to have to have right from the start, undiluted wine, so where's the Chai? Elamai, this writer which lists out the ten things, one of them being Chai, it's talking about Dafka for Berkha Samozim, that's what Rashi means, Berkha Samozim. Because it can't be talking about anything else. Even though the Maitre, Rashi doesn't learn about the Rift, he learns Chai means something else. In Rashi, I'm not, not definitely sure that's what Rashi means. It could be for other reasons, Rashi is only talking about Bekha Samozin, this brighter. And on that, Rabbi Yechanan says, but Lemaita, out of these ten things, we only have four. What are those? Hadokha, Shtipa, Chai, and Modin. And that's what the Raman writes, and he'll speak Samozin, it fits beautifully as he says it. Hadokha, Shtipa, Mole, and Chai, as the Rift explains it. Well, so Rabbi Yechanan explains it. Beautiful, that fits beautifully. Tosus had a problem, wait a second, but Rabbi Yechonon himself says, Rishonim Shualu, Maushet Tzayeha, Yemin Yemin. Can you support your left hand and your right hand? And the Gemara says, now we don't know what the answer is, Ni Avi the Chumrah, we should do the Chumrah. 
So Tosa says, obviously Rabbi Yochanan couldn't argue with that. You know what the Ramam learns? The Ramam learns that that's talking about Kiddush. For Kiddush, there's a thing you've got to hold it with the right hand and don't support it with the left hand. That's what the Ramam writes. He adds, hold it in your right hand, don't support it with the left hand. But the Raman added another one, he said. Lift it up a step up from the ground. Now, how does the Raman know that that one should also be done? In other words, when it comes to Itur and Itur and all these things, the Raman will hold, there's all nice things to do, but I'm, I can't write, I'm not going to write those in Yad, in, in Yad Chazoka, because they're good things to do, but it's not really a Chiyot, it's not an obligation, because we don't hold with those. But when it comes to, when it comes to, um, Holding in the right hand, that you see in the Avid Khumra, we have to do that. So how did he know to hold the upper tepa? Why did he include that one? Look at what indicated that one's a khir. Look at the order of the Lashon and the Ramah, it's so beautiful, so meduyah. Look at the Lashon and the Ramah, where it's highlighted. The Oichad Zobiyamino, hold it in the right hand. Umadziyah in Akaita Tepa, lift it up a tepa, or yes or more. The Leyesayah, this one, and then don't support with your left hand. Surely the order should have been, Ochaz Abiyamina, hold it with your right hand, don't support it with your left hand, and hold it up a tapa. They're two separate things. But not supporting with the left hand, that goes together with Ochaz Abiyamina. Here's the answer to the Rama. Do you remember we saw yesterday, Tosas, the last Tosas on Nanala from Nanala Ah. What's this thing of having to support it with your left hand? Why? What's the matter with you? Why can't you hold it, why can't you hold it with your right hand? What did Tosis answer? Oh, because we're talking about on Hanukkah, Shabbos Hanukkah, it's a very long benching. Or we're talking about Benisuin, uh, it's a long benching, the Kitsa. Because Tosis learns this whole Gomorrah is talking about Bik Samotin, as we've seen already. The whole thing is talking about Bik Samotin, it's very clear over the page as well. He learns the whole thing is talking about Bik Samotin. But the Ramam learns it's talking about Kiddush. So what's the problem? What's the matter with you? Why can't you hold the cup with your right hand? Why do you need to support it with the left hand? You know why? Because you've got to lift it up a tepper. You're right, if you just got to hold it like this, you probably manage for the whole, the whole of Kiddush. But if you've got to hold it up like this, that already gets a little more difficult. You've got to hold it up a tepper. So therefore, self-implied, in the question of the Rishonim, when they are, is that you've got to hold it up a tepper. That was self-implied in that question. They said, since we've got to hold it in the right hand, and we've got to hold it up a tepa, that's quite hard to do, even for the whole of Kiddush. Can you support it with your left hand? And on that we said, the Avid So therefore the Ramam le- learns that these two things, at least for Kiddush, you've got to keep. The rest of them are good things to do, but we're not going to mention them. So therefore now it takes beautifully in the Ramam. When it comes to Hilchus Brochus, as Rabbi Yechonon said, Onu Eilonu Ela Abadavorim. What are they? Hadoka Shtifa Chayamonim. That's exactly what the Raman writes. That's what the Brighton was talking about, that's what Rabbi Yechonon added on. The Gemara later on indicates when it comes to other, uh, other Kosher Baracha, like Kiddush, maybe for the reason the Magad Mishnah said, that the Ikha Kosher Baracha is, is by Kiddush, and therefore we add on the extra thing which is to hold it in the right hand, and to hold up a tepa, not to support with the left hand, that the Ramam adds on there. And he doesn't mention Chai, because Chai is Hakan, not Nagea by Kiddush. By Kiddush, you've got to have it diluted right from the start. But as we said, the Halakha in Shulchan Oroth, you'll find, all of them are mentioned except for Itur. Those who are Nagea, like the God, will do Itur as well, the way we explained it, Nafoli Sevarot, so presumably based on that. And the truth is, the Rosh, printed on the page here, already said, 
if you just take a look at the Rosh, and we'll just end with this, for, for today we'll have to end with this, he says, I should have really done the Rosh earlier when we saw Tosus there, that when Rabbi Yechonon says we've only got four, it's only coming to exclude Itor and Itor, when it comes to putting it in the right hand, Moida, if course Rabbi Yechonon agrees, the Kama Rabbi Yechonon, Rishon, Shohan, etc., exactly like Tosus. The Kitta, that um, he says that that one you have to keep, and then he's he says uh, in the next line, it would seem that he also agrees with the idea of being recovered in your two hands. The Dorish name Mikrosu Yudei Chem Kedesh Shemar from the Gomer, because we've got a pasuk for that. Gamben Vakriya Tefach, also that's also the Ashmoral pasuk, Dorish name Mikrosu Yudei Eto, Vechenes in Enoch, also to put your eyes on it. Mestab, it's logical, Shalei Atiyach Tasman Abrocha, that's something which you'd also require. Vechen Rav Nachman, or Yerogin Shaiko to the altar, also Rav Nachman used to send it to his wife Yalta. The Chorah not for a Gidin or Enoch, all these things we keep nowadays. After Pisa Suda, also to to uh, dress yourself appropriately for benching. Should I avoid it to a not to bench with an uncovered head? The Chotel on the the only one which we don't have, therefore, is Ithur. So the Kitz at the end of it, he says, you should keep all of them except maybe Ithur, and even that, the God um, says that one should keep. So we've seen what the Ramam says, we've seen, at least with, with benching, he says you've only got four, he understands it literally. We've seen Tosus, who says you have to definitely keep the one of, of uh, holding in the right hand. The Ramah writes on with regards to Kiddush and holding up a Tepa. The Rosh adds on the Maita, it's better as Tosa says. Mitzvah and Amulka, you should try and keep all of them. Maybe not Ithur, and that's the way it's passed in the Shulchan Aruch. Let's start sharing, we'll wrap that up tomorrow and uh, finish the parak.